Welcome to Naked and Counting, the longest-running podcast serving the Afro-Latin dance community. I'm Magna Capel. And I'm Leon Rose. We're here to discuss the topics that you want to hear in an informative and light-hearted way. What's up, Magna Gopal? Greetings, Leon. How you doing? I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, getting slightly grey. Um, my chin is matching your uh, your forehead now. <laughs> my forehead? <laughs> I don't grow hair on my forehead, weirdo. <laughs> see, I see you in this naked position. <laughs> and uh, I, I I see hairs and warts and all what everybody else doesn't see uh, behind the scenes here. Right. And, and you're you know, and extremely hairy forehead. Right. And your chin hair is only showing some gray because apparently you ran out of beard dye. <laughs> I'm allergic. I can't use that stuff anymore. Anymore. Hint, hint. All the times <laughs> I, I you've tried. seen him. <laughs> I tried. My God, my skin was melting off like a zombie. <laughs> but anyway, I have um, a subject I wanted to talk to you about. All right. Um, like when I first started salsa, I found that there was a lot more women in the classes, first of all. And I found that the the women in the classes at the time were progressing much faster than the guys because they were able to just follow. Once you learn a couple of the rules on the right. dance floor, if you're manipulated in the right way, then you, you can dance. As for me and the other guys that were in the class, we were very much, well, I know I was very much frustrated to the point where, you know, I didn't want to dance because until I got those moves, you know, and I, I felt like it, it slowed my advance down because I wasn't able to, you know, put everything together to put it onto the dance floor. Um, how was it for you, with you? How was your experience? Did you feel that you were, you could progress faster than the other guys in the classes? Did you notice yourself going um, into other levels and leaving other people behind? Well, my journey with salsa wasn't really taking classes, but in general, I found that there were, as I started and as I progressed in my community in Toronto, that in general, I found women, there were a lot more higher level women dancers than there were male dancers. And I, you know, at the time, really, it was like women who were following and guys who were leading but even for just in general anyone who was pursuing following first before leading it was much easier because one you get so many more opportunities and two like you said you as long as you've got your basics down some of the fundamental moves you can get out there and practice and kind of follow anybody who's got a decent lead not even a good lead but even just a decent lead so in Toronto, at least, yeah, there were a lot of followers that were just skyrocketing in their progress and leads were taking a lot longer to get to the same level. And have you noticed that the, um, the leaders after a certain moment, after, after they reach that level, they kind of surpass because maybe maybe the followers are not taking classes anymore because they've already reached that level. But then these leaders, because I, I can I remember myself 
you know, I got to the point where I could get, I can get the moves in the class and I just wanted to continue. I wanted to practice. I wanted to get better. I wanted to create. So I didn't stop. But I guess as a follower, you know, there must be kind of a limit to where you want to go to. Right. So it's interesting that you say that because I think that's a really good point. I feel like initially in classes, we find more women in classes in general. And I think this is more like a, a sex thing because there's there's no real shame in not knowing something whereas I feel like a lot of men kind of come in with a little bit more ego like I don't want to look like I don't know anything in a class where everyone else has got it whereas women are like oh look I get to socialize and I meet people and here I am learning something that I saw on the dance floor I really like it but you're right in terms of as both leads and follows progress that leaders might and uh, like might be coming back to class once they've got some basics down or not even basics at least like beginner intermediate where they're like okay I'm ready to take my dancing to the next level I feel confident enough that I know enough to be in that class even if I'm learning something really complex whereas followers I don't really think that there's a lot of advanced instruction for followers even like it's not even that uh, followers are thinking, okay, I've got everything and I don't need to take classes anymore. But most advanced classes tend to focus on the lead and some complicated pattern with the follower just adding styling. But it's So for, for a follower, why would I take a class just to understand where I'm supposed to throw my arm out? I'm not getting anything other than here's how you follow a complicated turn pattern by what we're about to teach the leader. Yeah. You know, it's funny because, um, you know, I've been dancing with uh, Anna Villa. Shout out to Anna Villa. Hopefully she's listening to the podcast. Over the years, I've kind of been focused on my crazy moves and being able to lead anybody anywhere, anytime. But actually working with her, I've uh, it's kind of opened my mind a little bit to moments where we can actually give our... our our partners a little bit more time to do their thing. So I've been trying to do that within the, not trying to do that. We've been successfully doing that in our classes now. And it's opened up a a new way of thinking for me because I've always been about moves from when I was in London. I didn't, I've never really done that many shines. I do them, but I'm, I'm all about, you know, creating and I just get into this flow and my arms just go and I just, I use elbows and feet and all kind of stuff. So it's, it's actually nice to really see if there are, it's another challenge. It's like, where can I give an opportunity for my partner to go to? So for me now in my classes, I've noticed the difference that we're trying to cater to all levels but I do remember it wasn't necessarily like that. It was more about just moves and, you know, follows me having, having to learn how to follow. Well, the fact that you say that, that's what you're doing in your classes, even though things have changed for you, I still don't think they've really changed for the industry at large, like the dance no. community internationally. I still feel like the emphasis is on how complex can the turn pattern be for the leader to execute and then if there's somewhere, like if there's a male instructor or lead instructor teaching with a follower, he would probably come up with this, okay, here's what I'm going to do as a lead. 
where could you throw something in versus here's what I'm doing as a lead. What do you think we could create instead that would really emphasize a follower taking mm-hmm. their dancing to another level and the lead taking their dancing to another level? So I think that's kind of like an instructional thing, but it's also tradition, right? Like what has been taught in the past. And a lot of instructors is not to say that they're not capable of it, but when you're just kind of following tradition, you're going to go that route of this is how I was taught. This is how the majority of people I observe teach. So I'm going to go ahead and teach in the same way versus breaking out of the norm, breaking out of the box. Well, that's how I think that's how um, the styling classes and courses came about because there was a need you know, uh, the only thing I would say about that is there's certain places that I've been to. I don't know if you've noticed that, but there's certain places where the focus is so much on the styling that it messes up the connection. So there's there's a, a problem with balance there again. Oh, yep. Yep. There's a difference, I think, in terms of leads and follows the connection, especially at advanced levels. At advanced levels, it started to become more of a, either you follow the lead entirely or you can do your own thing versus, and and same thing for the leaders, like you lead your pattern and it's complex and there's no space to breathe or you give her the space, your follower the space to do styling or you let go or something versus this notion similar to what you teach similar to what I teach which is how do we just create with each other and take both of our dances to another level as leader and as follower where we are creating something complex but you're not as a leader the only one in the creation stage like the follower can also create and the lead adapts and then the lead creates and the follower adapts so I think I mean it's I'm glad, to be honest, that there are people like you out there, including myself, to provide a different vantage point of this partner dance connection. Because if we just follow traditions, I think it would be quite dull today. And the moral of the story is? (laughs) The moral of the story is there's really no end to your learning, to your ability to learn and your ability to figure out the best ways to express yourself. So if you're a leader, first of all, start taking classes early. You'll get further faster. And if you're a follower, just because you've gotten to a quote-unquote advanced level of following or you can follow everyone in your dance school or in your community, keep taking classes because you never know what you could expand on. And maybe both leads and follows, you can switch up the classes. So yes, maybe you started as a leader, maybe you started as a follower, but you could always start learning the other role and that will enhance your dancing further too. So don't limit yourself. Really at the end of the day, who learns faster depends on who puts more into it. Yeah, and it's not about who comes first. It's... It's not about who comes first, yeah. And talking about coming first, um, (laughs) why not? Firstly, before you do anything else, share this podcast with anybody and everybody. This is 
this is what we're about. We're we're about sharing knowledge, sharing the conversation. This is stuff that's going on in our in our lives right now. So we want you to uh, be a part of it. We want to make sure everyone comes to this podcast <laughs> to listen and get the best knowledge possible about the dance community. Don't forget to check us out at Naked and Counting on Facebook and Instagram, and check our pages out or leave us a message at Magna Gopal and at Mr. Leon Rose. Don't forget to check out Magna's other podcast. Empowered with Magna. Yes. Go check that out. Leave us a comment. Leave me a comment. Until the next time. Bye-bye. Thank you.